Hello and welcome to Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I am one half of your hosts, Sam Cabrera-Dixon. And I am Sammy Scorstad. I was reading a message in the middle of the time. <laughs> oh. I got distracted. I'm sorry. Uh, I almost just read, and I am Sammy Scorstad. <laughs> I, I know, I could tell. That I was like, it's, oh. It's, it's one going? of those days. It's one of those days. Uh, together we have come through book talk, combined our to-be-read lists, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. The book of the moment for today's episode is The Atlas Paradox by Olivia Blake. Just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. Uh, we will be discussing this book in all of its glory, which of course includes revealing the ending. Al- Ooh, Alexine F- Farrell Fullmouth. I don't think I've ever seen her full myth. I've never seen her full name. Also, I. Yeah, okay. Also known under the pen name Olivia Blake is a lover and writer of stories, many of which involve the fantastic, the paranormal, or the supernatural, but not always. More often, her works revolve around the collective experiences, what it means to be human or not, and the endlessly interesting complexities of life and love. Alexine tripped and fell into writing after abandoning her long premeditated track for optimum life achievement while attending law school and now focuses primarily on the craft and occasional headache of creating fiction. Alexine lives and works in Los Angeles with her husband and goblin prince toddler where she is generally tolerated by her rescue pit bull. She's a kid? Yeah. You haven't seen her Instagram? I know we follow her on Instagram. I think I just haven't noticed. Yeah, a she's child, a toddler. Apparently. Also, she looks like an Alex. I just want to put that out there. That makes a she lot of does. sense. She that does. She looks like sense. an Alex. <laughs> yeah, that does fit. Also, now I'm even more curious if she picked the pen name, last name Blake. Like with mm-hmm. Atlas Blakely. Yeah. I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I'm interested. Uh, before we jump into discussing our own thoughts and feelings regarding the book, I'm going to go ahead and read through the blurb on the back of the book for the sake of contextualizing it. Quote, the Atlas Paradox is the long-awaited sequel to Dark academic sensation the atlas six guaranteed to have even more yearning backstabbing betrayal and chaos six magicians two rivalries one researcher and a man who can walk through dreams all must pick a side do they wish to preserve the world or destroy it in this electric sequel to the viral sensation the atlas six the society of alexandrians is revealed for what it is a secret society with raw world-changing power (laughs) headed by a man whose plans to change life as we know it are already underway but the cost of knowledge is steep and as the price of power demands each character chooses a side blah 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 uh, which alliances will hold and which will see their enmity deepen so many many words (laughs) so many words i haven't had my coffee today without further ado let's get into it um so oh i forgot to put trigger warnings i'm sorry uh murder murder Time travel. Violence. Time travel, I don't think is a trigger. Betrayal? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing so hard? Who be- would be triggered by time travel? You never know. <laughs> Losing family via time, like um, everyone you love being isolated via time travel. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is know. this Doctor Who we've just stepped into today? Okay. Um, yeah. Violence, betrayal, like they said. <coughs> um, Wait, I want to set the scene really quick of where, what's going on for me. So, obviously, sure. in Prague still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Snow is falling for the first time this Yo, season. I'm jealous I have, I have a candle lit next to me. Mm-mm. It is dark and snowy. Yo. And yes. Okay. Immaculate vibes. I know. I just wanted to. Wow. I felt I'm jealous. like. It's sunny. I'm having my coffee. There might be work on my computer. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. So I Mm -hmm. recall when we read the Atlas Six, literally Uh like a year ago, that I did not necessarily like it. Like I, Uh I, I think that your opinion influenced me a little when we read it. Okay. And I think this time because we didn't really talk about it while we were reading, you I were just straight up didn't all like on it. Your own. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I also looked at reads <laughs> after I finished and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, people didn't like this one as much as no. they liked the Atlas Six, which I think makes sense. And here's my argument I'm gonna make for why okay. it was unlikable. Nothing happened Nothing until happened. the last fifty pages of the book. Even then it was like not enough nothing happened and it was i think the thing that bugged me about the atlas six that carried on into the atlas paradox i think is this idea that like which i i understand is pretty accurate like everybody's interested in everybody which is completely fine and that's not the thing but the thing is like it's all being tiptoed around kind of interested in everyone do you know mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say? It's not like, oh, I'm in- directly interested in this no, person. No, it's like, no, I was literally, oh my gosh. Like, so, <laughs> I was like, just say it. <laughs> I know. Like, Please. Okay, so here's the thing. For me, I I should have, I didn't, but I should have listened to our episode on the Atlas Six before reading this. And so I went into this and I was like reading shit and I was like, what the fuck? What and the then like, I knew, on? and then I also knew that certain things were changed in the published, oh, like yeah. the... And so I couldn't remember if, like, was this – is this something, that, like, I don't even know about? Yeah. Or that was changed? Or I just forgot about, like, right. everything? Um, so I also should have reviewed those. Um, I – so I was, like, lost on quite a few things. And then throughout the book, I was actually texting um, Evelyn about this because she had notes – on the Alice Six, and so she would like review her notes and like, oh wait, it's this, 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 this. So that was mm. helpful, actually. Nice noise. Hmm? What was that? Mm. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I was also thinking at the same time you were talking. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, so I literally through the end of the book, I was still yeah. asking questions. Like, <laughs> wait a second, was there? Like, I remember I was like holy shit wait there were vibes between Callum and Tristan too yeah. and like there were vibes between everyone there was Parisa and Nico and it was Reyna and Parisa and it was Reyna and Nico and it was Tristan and Libby and it was the threesome that happened and yeah 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 it was just so much the it one got I, to the point where I didn't care I was like okay <laughs> yeah like, we can do without it now yeah I did enjoy the buildup of like Gideon and Nico sure and then finally getting that at the end that's yeah, I, yeah. that's the one arc that I was like okay I think part of me really wanted Nico Libby though that's my tea I kind of want Tristan Libby I don't know I feel like Tristan and Libby are midnight rain you know okay yeah 
You know what I mean? Okay. I tried to listen to the Atlas Six before starting the Atlas Paradox. Mm-hmm. I had the audiobook briefly on Libby. Mm-hmm. Funny enough. Um, <laughs> I know. I was like, hey. And, and I was like, okay, you know, I can listen to this while while I'm at the gym or whatever. And I was, I got about 30% of the way through and I was like, yeah, this book's fucking infuriating. Uh, yeah. I don't think I can physically read the Atlas Six and the Atlas Paradox back to back. Like that I just can't do it. Off myself. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna prioritize the Atlas Paradox I get. I started it on my flight to California where I was supposed to see mm-hmm. Harry, but you know, that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> I got about 30% of the way through on my first flight. I read again on my flight home mm-hmm. and I got about another 30% of the way through. So it was about 60% of the way through. And then I was just stuck. Yeah. Like I would read about 2% every day of the book. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I cannot, I can't, yeah. I can't do it. Which is really disappointing. I think especially because of how much we loved alone with you in the ether. Like I that like book, Olivia oh. Blake. I like yeah. Olivia Blake. I like everything about her. I like her writing style. I just think that this particular storyline is infuriating to me, which is sad. Mm -hmm. I wanted to like it. I think the story has potential. Mm -hmm. Like, I like the idea of it and, like, the build, like, when it was going viral on TikTok the first time around, Mm -hmm. it was like, oh, my God, that sounds like that's such a great idea. I love that concept. And I think it's really hard to have so many fucking characters and POVs Mm-hmm. and it doesn't work and i think this. sometimes it does but just i think also in this the thing, no no yeah, no no i agree yeah no i agree with you i think also it's the like everybody wanting each other thing that is taking away from the plot for me yeah. i think that if it we just makes it more juvenile the plot, yeah it really does it's very much like i've never been with anyone I'm remotely attracted to before and now I'm in a room with everyone who I'm completely attracted to and I would like to sleep with all of them but I don't know where to start which is like okay fair that happens I'm sure (laughs) (laughs) everyone's hot and brilliant like I get it Sure, I totally understand the draw in I just think the execution is too much they're always like oh my god it'll be going from like here's a important plot point to wow now i'm suddenly on top of them like what do you mean i know i don't yeah like when uh who hooked up i don't even remember like this is the thing like now i don't even know who's nico and parisa i felt like is that, that what came happened out of, yeah that it, it came, came out, out of nowhere. fucking nowhere yeah, i know nowhere. i was like what no all of a sudden parisa was on top on top of him and they were making out but then he was asleep i hate that i hate the, the this is my thing also with this book is it's I, I like to have to assume, like, I like that in books. I like to have to assume what's going on. Like, we've moved. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like when you directly tell me the feelings all the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I get it. I can read into the book. I think this is the opposite. I think you need to tell me what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe we need it. And then his eyes drifted and he fell asleep, right? Like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. Thank you for the context. This was just not not that for me. It, yeah, I just and I also felt like like this was also very difficult for me to get through, and I just felt like okay, I felt most frustrated with Reina's POV and Callum's POV, <laughs> Tristan. <laughs> Tristan, I was like, okay. Libby, I was okay. Nico, I was okay because I could get Gideon. Ezra's, I did not care for either. So me it was neither. Like, 
It was so many, but like I felt like she fell really short on Reyna. Like she starts like we didn't get enough of Reyna, and then it was like, oh, she thinks she's a god, and we would get yeah. some things, and then nothing. But then, and then nothing, <laughs> and then nothing really. Came. So maybe that'll really come out in the third book. Yeah, but I don't care. Like that—that's yeah. the point, right? Like <laughs> point. you've lost me now. You've lost. Like I'll probably read the last one so we can do another episode on it. But it's just like. When you give the tiniest of crumbs and then you make me not care about it, I don't want to come back for the full bite. Like, yeah, it's just it's it just wasn't doing it for me. Also, um, I'm noticing this recently and it's making me sad, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to call it second book syndrome. Okay, And this is where the first book was insanely popular not necessarily it, amazing, but it was no, popular. but insanely popular. Ends on a huge cliffhanger, and then because the author doesn't really know what to do with yep. this popularity, and they would like to turn this into not a duology, but at least a trilogy, they pull out that ending cliffhanger from the first book for the entirety of the second book, yeah. and nothing happens. My, I just recorded an episode with Arthur from Two Cents Critic on monday about the the second legend book legendborn book it the i'm not going to spoil anything in legendborn but the basically the thing that happens at the end of legendborn that entire plot point is pulled out for the entirety of the second book nothing happens until the end of the second book with that plot point i think we see we saw that that's why when i saw that again with this i was like this is really frustrating (laughs) like i can't believe i just hit two for two on the second book syndrome i think that this did not happen before and i think it comes down to planning your books out Mm -hmm. i guess i don't know i don't know what it comes down to i think it has a lot to do with like the author gets excited of how popular the first book was and they're like well i could write this in two but what if i made it three yeah yeah i just like i was really feeling that too like where i was like i feel like she has no this was not planned well at all it felt like in the acknowledgments too she kind of says like one of the first things she says was like this book really is a testament to like she was like kind of like i crammed for this and i did not sleep Mm. writing this and stuff and i'm like yeah it kind of shows like it does feel (laughs) like haphazardly thrown together it does i didn't read the author's note i'm sorry and i it just it it felt like that when i was like oh like there were little storylines and plot points and there was a lot of repetition in internal monologues between the like in each character's chapters Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and where i was like i'm so bored by this i'm like what can i skip right now because we've already thought like somebody else has already thought about this Mm -hmm. and i understand the point i don't know and then like some of the events were also overlapped and you're getting the same event multiple times with yeah. different characters because it was of just the like, time travel and all that and, shit too well yeah and like so some of that can work sometimes mm-hmm. <clears throat> but this just felt annoying and i was like no i'm tired i and there despised. are big words in my brain yes now. the big words wasn't a huge huge issue for me it was more like i'm at the point where i and bored like I would like mm-hmm. to be reading something else and I literally considered just being like I might DNF and this might be the first book that I DNF on the pod like that I can't that you're gonna have to tell me how it ends because I cannot finish it I was quite literally wanting to pull my hair out I was like I cannot finish this book like gun to my head <laughs> I guess I will but yeah I but the I only can't. thing 
the only thing getting me through was one finishing it for this but two i was going to become homicidal if gideon (laughs) and nico did not get a kiss by the end of the book (laughs) which of course happened in the last two pages yeah yeah right so and then there's libby also in the last two pages yep yep oh my god i was so frustrated by that specifically like i hate the okay our whole point of this book is to get libby back and it does it that needs to happen in the first 20 percent of the book i'm sorry like first 20 or 30 percent you cannot tell me that it took them all that long yeah and i was like uh, it was just it was just gideon Tristan and Nico doing it up until the very last moment where everyone else where Nico like blows up on them and they're like everyone promised they would help and then they all have like one little contribution to getting Libby back and then that's it and Callum's the one who's like I could have done it the whole time basically yeah like shut up I hate Callum also (laughs) here's my other thing I see the discourse online about the characters in these books i do i see that why do people like callum because is it because he's so unlikable yeah okay okay (laughs) sorry um yeah i think it's because he's like he has that like sad boy he's very very depressed um he's so emotionally aware that he's like broken i just hate him and usually i like that but it doesn't do it for me also apparently I think this is also a big difference in the reprinted like official version. Mm-hmm. They made him less evil. Oh yeah. Okay. Question. So I remember from the first book, that one scene where they're like, I don't know what's going on, but he basically convinces Harissa question mark to kill herself. Yes. That still happens. That's that still happens. Okay. So yeah. we, and they still like him. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, bro. Ugh. It just really is frustrating to see, like, who people... Because arguably, right, the likable characters, I would say, are Nico. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yes. Gideon. Gideon's yes. very likable. Love Gideon. Libby is likable. She's supposed to be unlikable, but I find her very likable. I find her relatable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. Um, <laughs> and Reyna, question mark? I don't like anybody else. I- Dalton, maybe? Dalton? Get- yeah, I said Dalton question mark because I, I don't think, think Dalton is. I don't. I, I can't think, tell because he's locked in the prison of his own mind. So I don't know. Is he likable? Is he not? <laughs> I think he's going to be very unlikable. I think he's going to be the next big issue, and I think Atlas isn't going to end up being the the villain after all. Oh, Ezra's gone, and then the last conversation that Parisa has with um, what's his fault? Uh, Dalton. Dalton? in paris or whatever and this is when he's like reunited with his ambition or whatever because his ambitious side is the one who was like locked in his little castle in his mind Mm -hmm. and so now he is his normal back to dalton self that parisa is like getting to know for the first time yeah essentially and in that conversation he was saying very very problematic shit and she was like oh no like her internal monologue was like oh that that's an issue Mm. yeah i don't remember i think i was done i emotionally and mentally checked out yeah that's fair um i thought i don't know ezra's whole role made no fucking sense to me i think there were so many things of this book that could have been cut like both books also question why didn't ezra go back to get libby yeah i don't because i guess he was watching 
But he knew where she was the entire time. He was watching her oh, the yeah, whole time. True. I don't know. Like, there were things that just didn't add up. Where I'm like, this is a plot hole. This and is also a- the whole new storyline with Belen, which was, yeah. I, I almost liked it. Until I, I was like, that. okay, so now she's crazy and they they kill her. I what? did not like that. I did not like, like that. What? It, like, you went, what you was... were going in a good direction. I was like, oh, is this going to be like Belen has dedicated her entire life to like finding Libby in the future? And then what? Like wants to exact revenge or also wants I to would... kiss her? What? <laughs> I think the opportunity to have had yes. some sort of confrontation with Belen and... Yes. Libby at when she comes back because that timing was so perfect. Yes. Like I just don't understand. Yes. I also thought like uh not only the confrontation, but having it turn out that Belen is this evil mastermind would have also been cool. Because it would have been something we couldn't have guessed because she wasn't in the first book and we were thinking it was Atlas. Yeah. Or I don't know why we needed to make her go crazy and then it felt very like strong female main character loses powers to me. It felt misogynistic. Yeah, which yeah. is crazy because that's not usually how Olivia Blake writes. No, it was just frustrating to read this in a lot of ways. I was also frustrated, and I, I it just felt like, and I enjoyed the Atlas Six, but I think I also really enjoyed the potential of the Atlas Six, mm-hmm. and I was hopeful for what was to come, and now I just feel let down. Yo, it's the second book syndrome, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just it's just this like disappointing thing that we're seeing lately. I think like the reason we don't see it as much in older series is because there was not this level of popularity necessarily. Like no, widespread this, popularity. And also I think this rush to maintain like to keep relevance. Being relevant. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like before you could be publishing a series and it was like, yeah, popular, sure. But nobody, it wasn't, it was very few times where you would have a, oh my god, there's a new Harry Potter book coming out, right? And we all have to show up at Barnes & Noble at 7 in the morning to be at the door so we can get the new Harry Potter book before it sells out. Like, I remember those days, that was so few times would you see that with any series. It was usually like you could get any book from any author on pub day no problem and now it's an issue it's definitely an issue because things everything's so widespread with you know we've talked about the repercussions of book talk being you know like running the book industry at the moment and which is absolutely true and now we're seeing that because and i think it's translating over into the books that are being published which are very for example like um you see all the time people promoting books that they're like, this made me feel like Akatar. And it's just yeah. basically like somebody based all of the characters off of Akatar and then it's wrote fan fiction a, basically yep, on, yep. on a book, right? <laughs> so you're seeing this quality of content being produced that's not quite hitting. And it's because there's such a, a desire to remain relevant, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Which there's is infuriating. Saturation. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Oh my God, sorry, I'm looking outside and the cars are covered in snow now. <gasps> oh it's God. sticking. It got it's colder, so sticking. it's sticking. Oh my God, you're literally having your Karoo moment right now. I am. I'm going to have to. <laughs> okay, what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. You're going to dye your hair blue. No. Okay. I After this, I am going to bundle up the fuck out of myself and i'm gonna go to old town and i'm just gonna walk around old town with all in the cobblestone streets with all the old buildings and i'm going to be in the snow yes 
take pictures and put them on our Instagram. Okay, I will. Please. I can do that. (gasps) I'm so excited. How exciting. Ugh. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I want the snow. We were supposed to have snow on Saturday. And I might try to get up early too. And because it's supposed to snow all night. So I might try and get up early too and go to a little park to enjoy a little bit of snow around trees before it melts tomorrow. Yes, that's such a good idea. I agree. Brilliant. Uh, Before we move on to discuss the rest of the Atlas Paradox, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's continue the conversation. Um, was mm-hmm. there anything you liked about this book <laughs> besides like Gideon said, and Nico at the no. end? <laughs> um, <laughs> was that you, the extent? Oh, wait, you know what I liked? You know what I fucking liked? Because I am an Outlander stan through and okay, through. Okay. And the way that the whole Scotland, Highlands, the oh. fairy <laughs> rocks things, yeah. I was like, oh, so she's an Outlander stan. Too. Like, I so think there funny. are, like, there is actual, like, there are actual, um, like, myths and stuff surround, like, about that. Like, that's not just from Outlander, but it just felt like such a, like, this is really funny. Like, this is, it felt cheap almost because <laughs> of, <laughs> I don't know why. So, yeah. That's um, funny. Yeah. Because, like, that's the whole, like, traveling back in time via the rocks in the Scottish Highlands. Right. I'm still obviously still need to do my Outlander research. Yes, oh, you got, you fucking I know have to. it's on my but list. Then, <laughs> I know, but the um, I did like the one bed in the inn with Belen, and I was oh, like, yeah. "Are we? Is this really about to happen right now?" I know. I was like, "Okay, Libby, we see you." Yeah, and then um, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also yeah. was frustrated. I like I understood Belen's anger, but I think like also it was too much. It was too much because also she's literally like a magician too, right? Like yeah. She also understands how all this works. And I know it's before and they didn't understand how that worked or that it was possible. But how – I feel like if I was that kind of academic magician, right, I would be like, okay, well, this is an opportunity. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I, also like that yeah. it was on her for going – when her grandma died last week, I or know whatever. that was that's on you. You, you that made on that decision. Yeah. yeah, what? Just because some cute girl said she needed you for this, like you could have said no. I don't know. Literally, mm-hmm. we're gonna get copyright strike. Sorry, fuck. And you know Taylor, she'll do it. She'll do it for everything. I, I don't know. She got a lot of law shit going on. <laughs> she, she's up her own ass in legal shit. Yeah, I did see her statement. Yeah. Yes. Uh, was which, that like, adequate for you? I think she can't talk about anything legally yeah. right now. So I think that was enough for me. I just wanted her to say something. Like literally just yeah. acknowledge. Because what it was fine that she didn't say anything because I understand how legal stuff works. But then when she drops another fucking anti-hero remix in the middle of all this, I was like, 
That's fun. Girly, read the room. Like, yeah. <laughs> read the room. Uh, yeah. I'm interested to see where this goes. I'm checking, looking at my tickets physically once per day just to make sure they're still there. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a shit show. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay, back to the book. Back to the book. Um, um, what else did I like? Yeah, I'm very confused. And like the whole. They also didn't fully um, flesh out the whole, like, the library is sentient. Like, everyone yeah. was talking about it, and then it was, and it was like, yeah, it is, it has to be, and then that was that. Yeah. And it was like, wait, <laughs> okay. Like, there was just so many things that were, she put 50% into, and yes. then left alone. Yes, that's exactly it. And I'm like, why? Ugh. Ugh. I also felt like, um... It, why did it take a year to do all that? The I feel way like it didn't that the need time to. passed. The way it was that time, infuriating. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was just like in the middle of a paragraph. It was just like, oh yeah, and then like the month following, and I was like, wait a second, now we're a month ahead. Like, what? No, no. I, I want if in the next book, if I decide if you, to pick it up, yeah, I want to see Libby become the villain ooh cause she I deserves think Raina, it as I think Raina might as a little treat maybe Raina and Libby as a little treat and then there's I'm, a moment where Libby and Nico are gonna have to face off and Nico's gonna have to actually try to kill her and then Libby's not gonna die cause we deserve to have her live they're not gonna uh, I don't know I think Gideon's I gonna die I think Gideon's gonna die too um I think there's gonna something Parisa and Dalton. There's something that's gonna have to like have to happen with that. True. And then it's Callum. So the next book is gonna be Gideon, Nico, Libby together. Mm-hmm. Something's gonna happen with that. Um, and then it's <laughs> I could actually see that happening. Um, <laughs> there's already been one threesome. Why couldn't it happen again? Where's Tristan right now? Oh, he's staying. He's staying at. Mm. the house but he's out there somewhere he's doing question something mark. question mark i don't know um and then but tri- there's going to be something that develops with tristan and libby i think because mm-hmm. that was teased quite a bit yeah. i think and then okay callum and reyna reyna is going to have a little weird villain arc i think i hope so and then parisa and Dalton. Dalton's gonna go wonky. Yeah. Go, and go, 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 go. Yeah. And then Parisa's gonna have to probably face that she does have actual feelings for him or something. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. I there's that's a good point. Ooh, another theory. Everyone dies except for Callum. And it's ironic because he was supposed to be he the, was the one, one who that dies. Was... Oh, I like that one. Mm-hmm. I like that theory a lot. I'm looking at a uh, Goodreads reviews. Yeah, it was just lackluster. You know, also, and this, uh, I, I felt like I was looking at the percentage of the way I was through the book the whole time I was reading. Yeah. And it to the point where it was literally at the, like, 78% mark is when I finally felt like, ooh, interesting stuff is happening now. Yeah, 78%. Yeah. If this were any other book and we were not doing it for the podcast, I don't think I could have finished it. Yeah. 
I would have finished it at 40% because I try to give it at least 50%, but this book was fucking boring <laughs> until the end. Yeah. So I I think I'm also just so frustrated with like I want more backstory on the library and the society itself. Because I the first thing that got me so excited, like I have yeah. this like minor obsession with the library of alexandria and that's where this is all supposed to kind of be based off of Mm -hmm. you know and i'm so disappointed that that has not been talked about more yeah and i think that could have been played off of a lot more too and no somebody said when I read the Atlas six, I wasn't sure how to rate it because while I love the book very much, the characters annoyed me to hell and back. So I stuck with a rating of a four stars without any explanation. This book, the Atlas paradox takes everything I loved about the Atlas six, puts it in trash bags and takes it out <laughs> back to be collected. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Pain, but also I understand. Yeah. This is funny. <laughs> that is quite Someone funny. said, let's delete Twitter and start writing good books again. Shall we? That was from, October 24th. How did they know? How did they know it was going to go on in the world today? Yeah. Yikes. They predicted. It was a little scary. Oh, Elon. <laughs> <laughs> what a tr- Talk about take out the trash. Literally. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, I did. Yeah. I had some lines. Maybe we should try to oh, do that. I didn't. Go ahead. Okay, let me see. Let me oh, yeah. well, can I say one thing first? Yes, you may. I did at least like the artwork in this one, too. Like, I like that oh, they yeah. kept that a thing. vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my only thing. <laughs> I, okay, first one. Um, no, not that one. I don't like that one. This <laughs> one is in the simulation thing in the beginning, which took way too long. Going through everyone's simulation, that was such a huge oh chunk my of the burk. The book. Yeah, the burk. <laughs> the burk. <laughs> anyway. It is. Tristan saying good girl roads. Well done. Oh. Mm-hmm. I liked that. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Yeah. Felt forced, but I liked it too. <laughs> I'll just, I, I took it. I, that was fine. That was fine. <laughs> a little me. treat. A uh, little treat. Yeah, just a little treat. Um, I didn't understand this. What does this mean? Uh, mm. Oh, this is Callum. This, he remembered that Atlas Blakely was watching and thought, ah, what doesn't kill me will inevitably try the next, next best thing. Oh, to like just, just, okay. So this is when Callum is fighting his own thing. And I just like that line. Like, I think that line perplexed mm. me a little bit. What doesn't kill me will inevitably try the next best thing. Um, mm, No, not that one. Not that one. Oh, I liked all the yearning quotes with Gideon and Nico. The whole, like, okay. Um, Wait. So okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we freaking go. Okay. He wondered what Gideon was doing. Wondered if Gideon had found Libby, obviously, but also if Gideon had laughed that day or pondered something stupid that only Nico would understand. Nico was starting to miss the little things, the painful ordinariness of existing in Gideon's periphery, the things he sent to Nico throughout the day that contributed 
to some shared language, some thread of stupid, easy amusement that bound them both so tightly that even while apart, Nico knew exactly what made Gideon laugh. And Gideon, too, knew that Nico did not like his eggs flipped or his competency questioned. Mm. Yeah. See, I liked those bits. Maybe that yeah. is the only thing I like in these books is, Nick, is Nico Gideon and Nico Libby. Yeah. Somebody said three stars because this book showed me how to win friends and influence people. <laughs> Why is that so funny? <laughs> um, somebody has the exact same take as what we just said. What the well, first second of all, book thing? Yeah, yeah. First of all, this is funny. The first, the first thing she says, which is, "Oh, Olivia Blake, the bar was so low; it was practically a tripping hazard in hell. Yet here you are, limbo dancing with the devil." <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh my god and then she said i will never forgive book talk book twit for what it has done to publishing this is the most soulless piece of media i have ever had the displeasure of consuming (laughs) where is the plot where is the message where is the fucking character development oh Oh, it's a longer i'm not gonna read the whole thing but that was funny that is really funny (laughs) okay i have another one with nico and gideon that's the only thing i think this is the only thing that like yeah it's all nico gideon (laughs) Nico missed Gideon like he would miss his conscience or his ability to slip a punch. He did not know who he was when Gideon was gone. Yeah. 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 Oh, so good. I did like the... Okay, this is Belen and Libby. So, mm-hmm. You know I'm not really a professor, right? She asked Belen, her mouth suddenly dry. Belen's smile in response was a slow unfurling, her voice a husky murmur. Yes, but I don't mind calling you that if you ask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. That's I so like funny. I just gay shit. That's it. Yeah. No, wait. That's it. That is it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny, funny. <laughs> Sorry, I have a yawn. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Uh-huh. Someone said they liked this one more than the Atlas Six, but they also only gave Hot it two tea. and a half stars. So <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. I feel so bad because I genuinely do like Olivia Blake. This one just really fell off. Like Alone with You in the Ether was so magnificent. Oh my god. That was like couldn't put it down i want to put this like shove this book into my head like put it in i there. want to be able to quote that book at a yes. moment's notice i want like those lines those words were just like some of the most beautiful literature i think i've ever consumed yep like i would consider that literature this was this was a book talk book that was literature Someone said DNFing at 35%. Sorry, I really tried, but this felt so messy, and frankly, I was so bored. It feels like Olivia doesn't even know where the story is going herself, and I feel like she's trying to do too much within one book series. Yeah. Also, I found out the ship I cared about didn't even happen. What a waste. (laughs) Nico and Libby, probably. Probably. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Ugh. Nope. I'm I'm sad. I'm sad. Because I, I think... I was maybe hoping, like, I went in with no expectations because I went in with high expectations to the Atlas Six. And that, yeah. And it didn't deliver. So this time I was like, yeah, maybe this one will make me like it. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry. And I'm, I'm sorry. sorry if anybody <laughs> listening liked it. 
and had to listen to us talk shit. I'm sorry, but please see our points. <laughs> please see where we're coming from. You know what else is sad is our Atlas Six episode is one of our more popular, popular. uploads. <laughs> so I'm sorry in advance. <clears throat> I have to say, yeah, I have not seen anybody talking about the Alice <laughs> Paradox on BookTok. Neither have I. I think maybe I've seen tweets. Maybe. But. I think if anything, people got it, read it, or tried to read it, and there was like, if I try and talk shit about it, it's not going to do well. And so they're just not talking about yeah. it. Yeah. Someone said, a flop, I'm afraid. The writing was juvenile and the plot line was non-existent. Somehow every character except Libby became completely irrelevant. Sad. But you literally said that. The, the, the plot was like such a juvenile idea of like, or not the plot, but like the whole everybody's in love with everybody kind of thing. Yeah, you said that first. I thought you, I didn't use the word juvenile. I thought you did. Did I? I feel like you did. Or oh, I immature. said, yeah, it was juvenile. Yeah. 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 Whole, <laughs> I was okay, like, okay, you okay. said that. <laughs> I was like, I know I didn't. I'm giving you credit. <laughs> Too funny. But somebody said it took me weeks to finish. I'm glad we're not alone, but I'm also disappointed that this is the case, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I will still read the third book just to see it through. Yeah, we've already committed to two. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, again, it will be uh, like, I have to read this book because I have to, not because I want to. And I think if she realizes while she's writing that she needs another one, I will not be reading the fourth one. If She, she better fucking not. If she doesn't just end it at three, I, I'm done. Like, I can't keep doing no, this. No, <laughs> no. That was, like, even the first time when we read the Atlas 6 and we got to, like, the last 60 pages and we were like, is this going to wrap up? Because we thought it was a standalone. Oh, my God. I remember that. I remember being like, there's no way. Yeah. How does this wrap I remember up? checking to see. I was like, there are 10 pages left. Yeah. Because I thought it was a standalone. Mm-hmm. And then I texted you and I was like, this isn't a standalone. And you were like, are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Like, how did we get stuck with this shit? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the pain. I guess while we're discussing standalones that actually turned out to be little series, uh, books are coming out specifically this month. Isn't – or wait. No. Hellbent comes out in January, right? The next um, – Leigh Bardugo. What's that book called? Ninth House. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's happening? That I think that's happening in January, so I guess we'll. Okay, I'll I like that. that. I liked that one. Me too. Also, this past think... Tuesday, the new uh, Fire and Flesh and Fire <laughs> book came out. I have it; it's sitting near me. <gasps> I I'm going to gonna save the... it. I think because oh. we're probably going to cover it, and I, yeah, I feel okay. like if I read it now, I'll forget everything. Yeah, whenever we cover it, I'll that'll be my hot girl walk. Perfect. Audiobook, I think. I know. Can't wait. My treadmill time. Yeah. <laughs> Gasping. In the- <laughs> no one can tell why I'm blushing. <laughs> oh, no. What else came out recently slash is coming out? We got a lot of new books being published. Uh, oh, I'm excited for the Astrid Parker Doesn't Fail. Oh, true. That comes out. That, is that that's out? out? That's oh, out. That was fast. I know. No way that's out. The first one came out, out in the summer. It's out. No way. It's out. Believe me. 
Don't be like this. I I need to know. I I just feel like that is so fast. It's out. It's out. November. No, it's not. It will be in four days. Okay. Well, people already have it. Okay. Well, <laughs> people have a lot of arcs. <laughs> but you were you were close enough. I'll, I'll I was give close. it to you. I'll, I'll give it, it to you. Close. Okay. That's fast. That was turnaround time. Yeah. She said. She probably already had oh, yeah. stuff written before Delilah Green. Like, she probably did all everything and then got picked up for publishing. And then... I wonder if it's going to have the second book syndrome. I'm nervous. Uh, I don't think it will because it's one of those, like, it's no different. <laughs> well, you're just there for the smut. But, like, yeah. I, I think it's also, like, I think the, the books where it's, like, same universe, different people mm-hmm. have a better... Or it's, like, it's easier for them to, like, just do different plots and things. I am now considering this. Mm. When I read the second book in the You Had Me at Ola universe. Horrible. Oh, yeah. You really bad. Like yeah. I know we hated it. it happened one summer anyways, but the second one was even worse. That's true. Oh, fuck. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. 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 Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways, I'm excited to discuss Christmas books soon. Yeah, me too. I, it's taken everything in me not to just start reading a bunch of Christmas books. You know what I have to finish? Because I have what? been thoroughly enjoying Icebreaker. Oh, yes. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. I'm like halfway through it. I think I'm going to start making TikToks. Do it. It's Christmas book time. I feel like this is the time. I agree. I could do a simple aesthetic one with the snowy. You should. Snowiness of Prague. And you should do like uh, that line from All Too Well where it's like the first fall of snow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is using Miss Swift any problematic at this moment? Or sh- should I wait for things to calm down? I think it's fine. Yeah. It wasn't all too well's fault. Yeah. <laughs> it was Ticketmaster's fault. <laughs> it wasn't even her fault. It was not her fault. <laughs> yeah. But she will nonetheless be blamed, probably. So, ain't that how that works? I just think in so- like, I-, I cannot resist the urge to sing a song when something is spoken. I know from you. A song. I know you. I know. It's like your brain flicks on to a new thing. You're like, okay. <laughs> okay, karaoke moment? Let's do it. <laughs> do I have ADHD? Is it autism? <laughs> Is it both? I don't think I'll ever know. <laughs> I just read something. I'm lying. I'm lying. I saw a TikTok. Um, <laughs> that was like, if you have an autism diagnosis, you cannot live in New Zealand. New Zealand! I know! Did you I see that too? That. I saw that! <laughs> I'm glad I didn't admit to the saying I read something recently. No! No! I know! <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> no! I saw that because that was my plan. I, I know. Going... I thought of you immediately. I think I accidentally hit the home button and so I couldn't send it to you because it refreshed No, my, I saw it. My I saw FIP, it. but yeah. <laughs> I gasped and then laughed because I thought that was really fucking hilarious. It is fu- it's pretty fucking funny. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, and horrible, right? But the context oh, for you, horrible. for you, the context funny. <laughs> in how it applies to me. Yes, I just yes. had to laugh. to clarify. Yeah. To clarify, yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
No, I was like, that's funny. <laughs> okay, wait, let's rate, let's rate, and then we can wrap up. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I think it's like a two for me. Maybe I a one. Do... I couldn't finish it. <gasps> okay, I'm going to give yeah. it a two, though, because I like Olivia Blake. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give it a 3.5 because I liked the gay stuff. You know, that's really fair. <laughs> yeah. And extra, I like Lily Blake. Extra, extra point for the gays. <laughs> Ten points to Olivia Blake for the gay stuff. <laughs> I was saying ten points. I know, I head, know. But... <laughs> Sorry, just, that fell didn't short. Quite the execution know, was not quite there. <laughs> it didn't land. I'm sorry. Oh God! Um, <laughs> I yeah. think I've been th- like it started snowing, and I started thinking about Harry Potter. So I've been thinking about Harry Potter like this entire time we've been recording. It's Christmas so. season too. I yeah. feel like I think about Harry Potter every Christmas Eve time. Yes, I hate <laughs> how much we're talking about Harry Potter. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, okay. I think that's where we're gonna leave it for this episode. Before we part, we just like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you are listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to join our Hardcover Hose Discord server via the link in the show notes, or follow us on Instagram, or send us an email at hardcoverhosepod at gmail.com. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I am Sam Cabrera-Dixon. I'm Sammy Scorstad. And this has been an episode of Hardcover Hose. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next book in our to-be-read list is It Starts With Us by Colleen Hoover. I promise that will be the last a- Colleen I know, Hoover say, book we AKA, cover. I promise. I literally was about to say, a.k.a. the last Colleen Hoover book we will ever read. I, I promise. We had to tie up loose ends. Okay, yeah. until we meet again, enjoy your reading.